You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 189. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm here to be your coach and your guide to help you end your emotional eating and lose that extra weight. If you just found me, welcome, and if you're a regular listener, welcome back. You know that this is where we talk about your habit of emotional eating, which is the main focus of all the work I do. This is where coaching meets psychology and psychology meets brain science. And this is where your problem ends. Now, every week, you know that I tell you about the Freedom Group and that every episode that we do is brought to you by the Freedom Group, our monthly membership for smart women who are ready to stop overeating from stress and from habit, and they're ready to learn how to make space for more happiness in their life. Well, this week is different, my friend, because this is the week that the Freedom Group is open for new members for enrollment. We're open just a few times a year, so we're only open for a few days because after we promote the Freedom Group, I want to focus all of my time and energy on my members and help them make the changes that they really want. This is your chance to work with me and to be supported until you get what you want most, freedom. So if you are ready to take action, and take the next step from listening to me here, the link to join the Freedom Group is in the show notes, but you can also right now go to weightlossmadereal.com slash group. I would love to work with you there. Now, today, what we're going to talk about is that dangerous thought. I should know this. I should be able to figure this out on my own. So here's what we're going to cover today. I'm wondering if you're one of those people who thinks you should be able to do this on your own. And by do this, I mean solve the whole eating and weight issue, along with self-esteem and body image and habitual moods and habits that you just don't like, that you should be able to do this on your own. You should know this. So we're going to talk about that problem and why you might be thinking this. We're going to take a look at how it plays out in your life when you do think it, and what would be a much better way to think about asking for what you need and gracefully accepting help. We will talk about how to be open to new perspectives that can change your life and how to actually do it. So first, let's take a look at what are your most common thoughts about your ability to solve your eating and weight issues. Now, we've talked a lot in previous episodes about some of the most common thoughts that involve your belief or lack of belief in you, in your ability to do it. I just can't do it. I'm different. It's me. I just can't get this. So we're not going to dive into those, but what I want you to look at today, if this is you, are some of the thoughts that make you think, I should be able to do this on my own. I shouldn't need help. 
I shouldn't have to ask anyone to support me. Now, think about those kinds of statements. When you think you should already know this, or you shouldn't need help, or you should be able to figure it out on your own, those are thoughts, right? When you practice them over and over and over again, those thoughts become really solid go-to beliefs that you just go to often, you don't question them, you just think that they're real, they're just facts. But remember that every thought or belief leads to an emotion, good or bad, positive or negative, and all of your emotions lead to you doing something or not doing something. So if you think that you should already know this because you're smart, Maybe you have a big career. Maybe you have a big degree. Maybe you've raised a family very successfully. Maybe you've done a million little things in your life that make you feel competent, but this is the one area that stumps you. So you have those kinds of thoughts like, I should get this. I should know this. That kind of thought leads you to a brick wall it leads you to not want to go any further because if you think you already should know it, you should already get it, you should get it on your own, you're not going to feel driven or motivated to seek help. Then you stay where you are. Can you see that circular thinking? When you look at your results of where you are in different areas of your life right now, I want you to step back And look at the big picture of what prevents you from getting what you want. Now, most people right away will say, well, there's a lot of little tips that I don't have. There's a lot of little tricks that I need to learn. Strategies, right? Tell me what to do. Give me the steps. But the way to solve your problem, your eating and weight issues, is not made up of strategies not without mindset. It's mindset first and strategy, which is what the tips and tricks are, and the to-do list second. The thoughts you have that keep you stuck in the cycle of not getting what you want are exactly the thoughts we're talking about today. I should already know this. I should be able to do this. I shouldn't need help. Your belief that you should be able to figure this out on your own is the truest form of self-sabotage because you're perfectly capable of getting what you want, but not from the belief that you're currently holding and entertaining and practicing that you should never need help and you should already know this. So, What else happens when you think that getting support and getting perspective from somebody else isn't for you? Well, you're not able to see yourself objectively because you're still using the same perspective about yourself that you've already used. You're stuck in a swirl of thinking, feeling, and doing the same things over and over again. And then these things become habits. Well, guess what? Our whole life is made up of habits. They create our life, right? Including how you deal with negative emotions, 
talking to you emotional leaders out there. It also includes how you see the world in general. It includes your level of happiness, how much happiness and good fortune can you actually handle? Your physical self, your health, your fitness, your body in general, all the things that you are in charge of, you have limits on because of your limited perspective. Now, we're not including everything that you're not in charge of, not all the physical things, not your genetics, but the ones that you can be in charge of. And those things that you might want to change are left to you doing what you know. Now, is doing what you already know giving you what you want or is it not? Some of you have made some progress. That's wonderful. But if you're not where you want to be, then your current perspective is not giving you what you want. So why do you have this perspective, right? If it's not serving you and it's not helping you change, why do you think this way? Well, take a look at what you learned as a child. Maybe being self-sufficient was really overemphasized in your family above all else. Maybe being strong was really rewarded. Maybe not asking for help was something that you got compliments on and rewards from. So maybe you learned how to just forge ahead and not ask for other people's opinions, or when you got them, not listen. Maybe you asked for help and were disappointed by not getting what you needed. And so you vowed to never ask for help again, to never be vulnerable again. Or maybe you don't want to be like one of your caregivers, thinking that they were weak or dependent, and you should know better. When you have a vulnerability or a problem to be solved in some area, and you think getting help for that problem means that you're weak and that feels shameful, you are inadvertently keeping yourself stuck. Are you beginning to see this with me? These things are really common in the backgrounds of those of us who have trouble asking for and receiving help. You may think you don't deserve it because maybe there wasn't a loving presence in your background saying, honey, let me help you. Let me show you an easier way. And so you became maybe a little hardened to asking for and receiving help. You may also see getting support as a sign that you're not only weak, but maybe that you're not intelligent. Well, I'm sorry, but I see this totally differently. I see the ability to ask for help, to ask for support, and to ask for perspective as a tremendous strength. Remember the days before we had GPS systems? to help us navigate and drive or travel somewhere totally new and yet get there pretty easily. We used to, some of us, stop at a gas station, get out of the car, go inside and ask for directions, right? Or maybe you used to write to AAA here in the US, it's an auto club, and they would mail us in the mail, snail mail, paper maps, with our route clearly marked for us. 
even in those days before satellites could tell us what to do and where to go, some of us knew how to ask for help and we found a way to do it. But some of us, and maybe you know who you are, or maybe you remember a partner who refused to ask for directions, I do, and you would drive around and around without asking for help because you thought it was a sign of being weak or unintelligent. And what was the thought that made you do that behavior and drive around and around in a circle? It was a thought something like, I should be able to do this on my own. I definitely remember that with some driving partners in my life, that is what we did. I wanted to stop and ask for help. He did not. And even now with Google and all the other search engines, think about that. Just about anything that you want to know is available at the touch of a computer mouse, right at your fingertips. And some of us, some of you never search. You might make up answers. You might think, oh, this is something I should just know, or, oh, the search is going to take too long. And so you sit in the dark and you don't expand yourself by taking in new, easily accessible knowledge. So ask right now, is this how you're operating now in your personal life? When so much new knowledge in the world of eating and coaching and psychology and brain science exists, light years beyond the old diet knowledge, are you hiding behind the old limiting belief that you shouldn't have to ask for help? Does this make sense anymore today for you? I don't think so. So how are you sabotaging yourself? Well, it's like living with a constant but, B-U-T. I want to stop my eating struggle. I really, really do, but I've tried everything. Not true. I want to stop my stress eating, but sometimes stress is just too big and I have no choice but to give in. That is not true. I want to do things in a more peaceful way, but it's just not possible. Again, there are other options. That's not true. It's a thought, but it's not true. But here's the thing. What you want is possible, but not with your current thoughts. Your current thoughts equal your current results in all areas of your life. In order to change, you need to stand back and see what you're doing. This is hard to do on your own. Your brain is going to want to see what it's used to seeing and get you to do what you're used to doing. Without outside perspective, you can't see yourself objectively and clearly without the drama. But when you say, I should be able to do this on my own, I should be able to figure this out, you're deciding your own fate. You're telling yourself, I know I want to change, but oh well, I just can't. This is how I am. This is who I am. I don't know why some women can transform themselves and I'm stuck in the same cycle of frustration. But this is exactly why you're stuck because you may be married to the thought that you should know this and you should be able to figure it out. 
So what would be a better way? Well, if you're here and if you're a listener enjoying these little mini coaching sessions, we already know that you want probably some part of you to be different. We already know that you realize that things could be better for you, easier for you, without the time-consuming struggle of worrying about your weight and your eating and your day-to-day happiness. So let's take a look at what a better way might be. I want you to look ahead at the next few years. I want you to think about where you will be if you keep refusing to ask for help in an area that really matters to you. Well, for sure, you will be frustrated. You'll probably be pretty down on yourself because you'll be blaming yourself over a long period of time. But there's nothing wrong with you at all. It's simply a shift in thought that will help you get out of the cycle of wanting to change, but refusing help. You need to start believing that getting help is not only intelligent, but that it's brilliant. You need to start realizing that not stepping back and seeing the big picture of who you are and what you're doing and what your results are is taking charge of Project You. Now, remember, any big project that you want to get done in your life requires you to objectively, without the drama, step back and see where you are now and see where you want to go, see what the gap is, see what other successful people are doing to get the result that you want. And when you're working on Project You or any big project, you then get help creating a path that somebody else created that works to get where you want to go. That is what I'm asking you to do today, to stop staying stuck. The funny thing is that when you are stuck, you get angry and resentful, but there is no outside person holding you in place. There is no outside person sabotaging you. It's all done by you. It's an inside job, and it happens very subtly when you tell yourself that I should be able to figure this out by myself, that you should be able to change on your own. You know, in past coaching sessions, I've talked often about how thinking I can figure this out is a great thought, and I absolutely still believe that. But sometimes we need help in figuring things out. That is part of figuring things out. We need someone to help us see what we're doing and why it's not working. So we could get off that never-ending road of doing the same thing and failing again and again and again. So today, what I hope is that I have helped you motivate yourself to step back and ask these questions. Am I where I want to be? If not, have I tried everything I know? If the things that I've tried have not worked so far, what am I making this mean? Am I making it mean that it's me, that something is wrong with me? And if I'm thinking that, am I compounding that mean, untrue thought by then telling myself, well, 
Nothing's worked so far, but don't ask for help because that will be a sign of weakness or lack of intelligence. I know that you can change. I know you can blast through old habits that feel entrenched and like they'll be around forever, but you need to get help, support, and perspective. And that is what I want to make sure you know is available to you right now. You've heard me talk about the Freedom Group many, many times. Well, this week we're open for new members to enroll, and this could be exactly the perspective and the strategies that you need to get out of your own way. I can help you learn to stop stopping. I can help you learn how to look at small fails in a way that will help you change instead of give up. I can help you learn how to unemotionally acknowledge what you don't know. And I can help you learn how to ask for help, to love who you are while you're changing what you do. All right. The Freedom Group, my friend, is open this week only. I want to help you get started. I want to help you stop stopping. I want to help you learn how to create your own motivation so it's an inside job. I want you to learn how to assess what needs to change without beating yourself up and figure out what foods love you back and which don't. I want you to see how your moods affect your eating, what creates your moods, and how to manage and understand them. And the icing on the cake is the love part of what I teach. How to be kind and loving to yourself right now, not when you lose a certain amount of weight. When the scale tells you, it's okay now to be nice to yourself. Nope, we don't do that. So if you're saying on the regular, I should know this, I should be able to do this on my own, listen and ask yourself if that is really true and if it's been working for you. And if it's not, let me help you. Okay, that is it for our coaching session today. You know what you're going to stay focused on. I want you to eavesdrop and see if this is something that you say to yourself on a regular basis. Remember, if you'd like help from me to end your emotional eating and your overeating habits, the place to get that is the Freedom Group. This is where we can take what we talk about here and personalize it for you on a deeper level. I hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work together on your emotional eating and that habitual overeating step-by-step until they both become something that you used to do. We both know that is your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you as you search for answers, keep it real, my friend, just like you. Take action. And I will see you next week.